Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. It's the three of us again. Yeah. Just the three of us. <laughs> Pastor Bob, Pastor David, and my name is Liz. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're we're a, a team. Yeah. Team ministry. Go team. team. Yay. Come on. Ministry. One, two, three. Yes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Well, apparently today. two of us are. A two-fold cord is kind of easily broken. <laughs> I think one of the cords broke us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, talk about team stuff today, huh? Yes. Our favorite. I, that's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump in. Sounds what good. is team ministry? This is, uh, this is a softball answer. Here you go, Pastor Bob. Yeah. What is team ministry? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you work together as a team. That's, <laughs> there. That's, that's the good. end of that, that's, right? That's yes. very deep. Yes. Very profound. I think we should go to Pastor David on okay, this one. Pastor David. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll answer even though I don't teach leadership like other people here. But um, <laughs> I, I guess it's the opposite of top-down ministry. If you're talking about team ministry, it's not a one-man show. Um, it's really like more about the unity of the spirit, people working together. Um, I'm thinking about in a church context since it's ministry. Because yeah. um, there's a lot of obviously teams in society and teams in school, the workplace. But in terms of um, Christian ministry, it's I think it could be sort of a rare thing because normally people are sort of the lord of their own domain, whether that's a local church or a ministry. Um, it's really effective to build a team. Like I know my mentor, uh, Pastor Scott, he always would build a team for the youth ministry um, at Calvary Santa Barbara. We had really big youth ministry because it's a big church. And he didn't try to do it all himself. He, would, he made disciples, like he poured into his team. Um, so when I think team ministry, I, I think of Scott and I think of how I learned and how I, I came up in ministry. It was always a team. I was always included. And um, it was really powerful because you not only are pouring into people you're ministering to, but there's also um, peers that you have and there's leaders that you have and you actually feel like you're a part of something that's making an impact for God. That was a great answer. Was it? Oh, good. Yeah, okay. it, was. it was. You should teach well, that was, leadership. Yeah, we'll give classes. the credit to Scott on that because he did good. <laughs> he should. should. <laughs> <laughs> he should. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump to maybe one of the more important questions is why is team ministry or is team ministry important, necessary, beneficial. What is the reason for team ministry? What is the reason for team ministry? That's an interesting question. I know. Well, I think uh, that's the way God planned it from the beginning. Mm. You know, he's coming back for a team, (laughs) a body church, church body. Okay. I think we've heard before. Uh And so um, since he's coming back for a team, a group of people who are working together, since he's building a church that's supposed to work together to come into the fullness of Christ, it would seem that everything that comes from the church, at least, should look or resemble team. It should have some component of team in it. It, should be, it shouldn't be singular all the time. Why is that? Um, that's because God made it that way. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying these are the questions I think about, like, why, why would God make us in a way to be, because team requires, um, you know, give and take, mm-hmm. requires dependency on each other in some right, levels, right? right? Uh, why would God design it that way rather than just make us capable 
of because he could have made us that way more you know capable of kind of just doing things on his on our own well i think in a worldly sense when we try to do everything on our own then we actually are doing things pretty much against god's way i just go out on that limb and say it um which most of us do at times and uh you know probably disappoint god in that process but i would say that since we're made mankind is made in the image and likeness of god I, I think he's a team. <laughs> I guess if you right. want to call him a team, right. I, it's funny calling that little God trinity a team. thing, a little trinity kind of thing, and how that trinity works together. You know, one's not trying to usurp over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all loving each other and wanting each other to uh, shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's no like elbowing hey it's my turn now you know is that kind of thing right. you never see that at least in the scriptures right. maybe that's happening up in heaven who knows <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you know <laughs> whenever one of them act up they get sent to earth oh. <laughs> but <Wow. laughs> that's that's how it goes <laughs> i know it's a strange thought but um i think you know if like i said if we're made in his likeness and image and he is triune he's a mm-hmm. you know he's working together um, and I think he expects that of us. And I think there's so many aspects of team, not just team ministry. Are we just talking about team ministry specifically? But I think there's things about team that we learn that, that we're supposed to emulate that show that really reflect and uh, manifest God. That if we don't really lock into that, then we become pretty selfish people that want all the attention and we are it. And yeah. everything resolve is, you know, resides in us and we get all the glory. Mm-hmm. That kind of person's really hard to share the, you know, God's not going to share his glory with them. Right. I, man, right. did I just say that? <laughs> you did. You did. Wow. Maybe we should restart this uh, podcast. <laughs> well, what Bring I, the nice bob out. You, what I hear you saying is that uh-huh. in order to be like God, there has to be an understanding and embracing a um, a willingness to come together as a team. Yes. And commune together. Like uh-huh. that's a whole different realm that of is. team because now – you're caring for other people more than you care for yourself. I think that's in the Bible. Yeah. And so <laughs> just saying, <laughs> but, but also um, you're wanting other people to um, glory. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother thing since yeah. Jesus came and, you know, and um, he's in the process of sharing his glory with the church that glory, the way it gets manifested is actually so many things about love. And, you know, love doesn't happen singularly. <laughs> it has to happen, in, right? It right. doesn't, you know, yeah. like, like, love, it's just me. I love me. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it doesn't work that way. Right. Um, actually, faith, I don't believe, act, operates singularly. I None of the things. They all, all of the aspects of God, the characteristics of God, they all act, they all operate in a, a multi-level, multi uh, right. people you know what they i'm saying they require else. somebody else yeah. yeah god you know just god you know uh, us alone doesn't really work mm-hmm. um and, but then to really be in a team relationship more than just ministry because i believe it's relationship um that requires some us looking outside of our own self and caring more more about others than ourselves mm-hmm. so that the rest of the team can uh, uh, manifest the, the gifts God's given them and glory. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. 
Sorry, I put that to you guys. Now where are you, you going to go? <laughs> now are you going to go with that? <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think you're really hitting at the heart of team. Because a lot of times I think we think about team as a very practical way to accomplish a goal. You know, like you bring a team together to like to get somewhere or to make sure that you have enough people to um, cover all the logistical needs or, you yeah. know, like it's a very practical mm-hmm. thing in a lot of ways. But um, and there and there are benefits to that. I, but I I believe the heart of team, at least God's heart for team is really what you were saying is communing. It is it's family. It goes mm-hmm. so much deeper than just accomplishing a goal. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Pastor David? Some of the reasons for team. We're well, a the lot Lord of showed me. I mean, when I was thinking about this. Um, mm-hmm. He reminded me of Ecclesiastes four mm-hmm. nine through twelve, where it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Mm-hmm. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. I used to pray that. Lord, give me a wife. Okay, uh, how can one <laughs> keep warm alone? But, throw, but though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just looked at that. Um, there was a few points in there of the benefits of team, you know, two or three mm-hmm. or, or more. Uh, the first one was that they have a good reward for their labor. You, know, you get more done, like Liz was saying, um, when you have more people involved, many hands, light work. And uh, the second thing is that um, there is resiliency because if you fall, someone's there to pick you up. Um, there's also keeping warm, which is keeping the fire going, like stirring each other up, mm-hmm. provoking one another. Um, there's shared strengths and gifts. There's like this cord that's being tied together of, of multiple strands that makes it more solid. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously challenges to it, but there's so much more benefit um, when there is a team. It, you know, it can be hard to adjust to that if you like to just have your own way and just, you know, oh, I, I know best, so I'm just going to do this, which is how I tend to be. Um, but there's so most much leaders that you're, do. Well, yeah, oh, there's yeah, like, I did. yeah, yeah. Most leaders tend to. I'll do it. It's <laughs> easier for me to do it myself mm-hmm. than uh, a lot easier than make the other. The other issue, since we're getting raw, <laughs> is that um, I believe when when we try to engage in team ministry, if we do it just from the sense of we're using people mm-hmm. to accomplish tasks, ah. I think we miss the whole benefit of. Uh, team ministry and the anointing of team ministry because Mm -hmm. then you're just using people, not actually engaging them, uh, communing with them. And I know that might sound really ethereal to somebody listening right now. What does he mean by engaging and communing with them? Because I believe in team, in a true team, you have to share hearts. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't come by just using somebody's talents and their gifts and going, or, hey, would you just take care of that for me there? Good. If it doesn't go past that, then we have taken on a very worldly attitude toward team where we just use people. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's why, you know, and uh, okay, I like sports. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we can just trade you. (laughs) You serve us no purpose any longer, so you're gone. Well, Mm -hmm. in God's, it should not be that way in God's teams, right? See you, Rogers. <laughs> yes. Uh, in God's team, there really has to be a holding of each other's hearts because the threefold cord that you talked about is, um, it, there's an uh, intertwining there that doesn't happen just from arm's length mm-hmm. and just right. like, oh, yeah, whatever, here, just take care of that for me and get out. Right. 
Right. Well, yeah. And I think this, this always points back to the goal of ministry is not actually to accomplish things. The goal of ministry is to develop relationship. Oh, and um, I should probably say that again, because I don't think people, (laughs) I don't think you should assume that ministers, you know, get that. Cause I didn't get that for a long time. I don't (laughs) know if I do right now. You should say it again. Yeah. I'll try to say it. For all of our benefit. (laughs) The goal of ministry is not actually to accomplish things. The goal of ministry is relationship. Mm. Everything about the Lord is about relationship. We have to understand everything for him is about preparing the bride to be with him for eternity. And that is 100% relationship. And so it's so easy to lose track and lose focus of the relational aspect of things when we're like, we're busy people. We got, Mm -hmm. you know, coffee ministry, we have men's (laughs) women's ministry, we have women's ministry, we have youth ministry, we have worship ministry, we have pastoral ministries. We have all these ministries where it's like, we got to meet this need. We got to meet that need. We got to take care of this. We have to um, bring in money for that. (laughs) You know, it's like all of the practicalities of life. And like we view success based on, accomplishments and you know, Mm -hmm. how are we getting, how many people are attending all of those things. And it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that it's all about family. It's about the family of God and it's Mm -hmm. about the bride of Christ. And if we lose track of that, that is when I believe we really do start to use people. And we even know we even view ourselves as something to be used. Like mm-hmm. God, we're just God, just using us yeah. to accomplish something. He just wants to build His kingdom. Well, what's the point of that? It's so to have mm-hmm. a place for a family. Yeah. It's to have a place of, of eternal communion. And and when we when we just put it in terms of accomplishing and working, which you know working is great, but mm-hmm. if that's all there is and there's no communion and there's no caring of heart of of each other's hearts and bearing each other's burdens. Um, then it just becomes a machine, you know, yeah. really. It's, yeah. It's pretty shallow. And it grinds that. people up yeah. and spits them out actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's does. the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that 100, I, I, I completely concur. <laughs> I believe that, it, but I think you're touching into the heart of God now. See, a, a lot of times we can, uh, with ministries, any kind of ministry, team ministry, whatever, we can lose sight very quickly, like you said. And, lose sight of what God's purposes are all the time. And that's really easy. Have you noticed that as a Christian, it's really easy to lose sight of our God and his purposes and his heart toward us. It's extremely simple. Uh, But one of the components of team ministry, I think, but the way past the accomplishing stuff, which is important, right? We have, we do work, we have to accomplish things. I mean, we're doing, we're doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. I get it. I have nothing against that. Um, but we also help each other. Yeah. Not help each other do stuff, help support each other's lives, yeah. help care for each other's lives, help bring faith where faith is maybe uh, lacking, help uh, bring uh, strength where strength is lacking, uh, love where love is lacking. I mean, those are the tangible um realities of, of the actual Christian walk, the actual team ministry that we can lose sight of really easy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because we get caught up in our life in our stuff, yeah. um, you know, and we were going too fast to actually, uh, catch up to God. 
Yeah. It makes me think about Jesus, uh, <laughs> Jesus talking to his team before he was killed, you know, in John 14 through 17. And he said, love mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. And it's such a simple verse that we all know, but he's talking to people that are going to have to do a lot of ministry. But he, he said, I want you to love one another. That's the commandment I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if you take care of that, if you, if you love the Lord and you love one another, the, the accomplishment should flow out of that like grapes out of a vine. Right. And the, the whole you know, heart of his, his teaching, it's tough to believe that because we like to do things in the flesh to point to it and say, look how fruitful I am. But actually, you know, the fruit is your love <laughs> yes. yeah. and how ripe and how mature your love is. And I can be really lacking in that. Um, and we have to just really take a look at that as like, what's the love that I have for, for myself and, and for other people? Um, and that's the real measure of, of your fruit, you know. Um, another thing with the team of something I was thinking about was that J- Jesus is like core team. You know, a lot of ministries yeah. have core teams and mm. Jesus has James and John and Peter. And one of them was James and James was one of the first people to get killed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have much of a lifelong ministry mm. and Jesus right. poured more of himself into James than he did nine of the other guys mm. and the other 72 that he had following him. And you might think from a, an accomplishment perspective that Jesus wasted his time completely. You know, James just got his head cut off. That's it. You wasted your time, Jesus. But the Lord, he said, I didn't love James for his potential. Mm-hmm. I love James for James. Yeah. I love James because I'm trying to build, like Liz said, an eternal relationship with him. And it goes so far beyond this life and so far beyond what we can accomplish. So God wants you as part of his team, not because you have so much potential and so much gifts and talents, but because he just loves you and he just wants you on his team. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's pretty cool of Jesus. <laughs> so, really cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would think like that. It'd be like, oh, I want to get a good, good ROI. Right. I want to get a good, you know, show me the spreadsheet of this, you know, what this ministry is accomplishing. It's true. ROI. It's true. And especially when you're leading a team, it's like you want to cast vision and you want to have, um, you know, be able to lay out accomplishments of their work and their effort mm-hmm. and all of that. And sometimes the, the accomplishment is we've learned to love each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it's like, you know, when you're talking about that, like mm-hmm. Jesus telling us to disciples, he said, they will know you're my disciples. How? <laughs> Not because like, he didn't even say like the kingdom is advanced, like, or that, you know, people are raised from the dead, mm-hmm. right? It's like, because you love each other. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, that brings team to a whole nother level of like the way people will see the way God measures success as a disciple is how well we love each other. Yeah. Yeah, Matter of fact, the only time Jesus gets down on his disciples, if you recall, is when they start, you know, elbowing for who's on top Mm -hmm. and who's the best and who's going to be on the front. And, uh, he's like, wow, that's not team. <laughs> that, that's not what I've given you. That's not, you know, like, where's your care one for another? Where's your, like right. I said, your love one for another? Where, right. why don't you want that person there to be promoted, to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, brought higher, right. uh, you know, established? Right. Why don't you want the best for them and not just for you? In, yeah. in that process, you will be brought along. But, you know, we're not going to, it's something you were talking about earlier about the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> fruit doesn't get developed by just a lone branch sitting in the air <laughs> all by itself. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't happen that way. It takes the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, right. takes, it takes, it takes GMOs. Yes. And GMOs. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to offend somebody. 
<laughs> I love it. But you know, it, it, it's seriously, but the, 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 the fruit that we're supposed to bear as a team it, uh, is actually the only way I believe fruit can be born before the Lord. Yeah. I don't believe that it's just individuals. We like to think that like, oh yes, you see God, you know, I'm taking, now I'm showing you the fruits of the spirit that I've developed in my life all by <laughs> myself. And he's like, wow, that's great. How did you, how did you develop like temperance all by yourself right. or <laughs> long suffering all by yourself yeah. right <laughs> like, those are easy when you're by yourself <laughs> yeah, it's really easy they're impossible <laughs> that's why you don't have anything to worry about it's like it's like no god god's like no you you actually need a team to be able to do this because part of the manifestation of the team and of the fruits of the spirit actually it, they require team it, yeah. They can't happen with, they don't happen without it. Right. A lot of people like to think it happens without it, yeah. but it's this, we're just fooling ourselves. Well, and that's the thing. You know? It really hits at those <laughs> nerves of pride and mm. independence, right? Where it's like, I can do this on my own. I have mm. everything I need. God, God gives me everything I need. Well, he does, but he power gives has you. Granted it yeah. to you. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Just take it out of context. <laughs> right, it all works. Exactly. Whatever scripture you. you need. I don't know about you. When I go there, I just start thinking of myself as Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> walking through all this. Has, I've, got, I've done it all by my hands. I did it my way. <laughs> and you become a werewolf. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like God's way directly confronts our arrogance and our um, insecurities at the same time, because you, uh, you realize you actually require other people. Uh, you actually need them. Mm. God designed you to need other people. And that is a hard thing mm. when you're like, you're a strong, independent, intelligent person. You're like, I don't need anyone else. And God says, yes, you do. Well, <laughs> I think that's such a yeah. intense component of God that what He's making building in us is a dependency. Yes, that's a weird word. It's it the is. D word, right? Yeah. Dependency on Him. Like mm. we, some of mm. us can kind of like, oh yeah, I really. Well, actually, half the time we don't think we need Him. You know, you can do yeah. you can do Christianity without God. Right. You know, and you can do it very well, <laughs> by the way. But the um, but a dependency on Him seems kind of obvious, but on his church, yeah. on his people, um, to actually get to believe that you actually require other people. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have that in your heart and your mind, you will never want to develop a team. You have no need for a team. Right. You have it all taken care of yourself. Yeah. Like a hand uh, needs a heart. Yes, like a foot, needs <laughs> but a, a head. But a hand can <laughs> like a, a hand can accomplish yeah. so much. Yeah, all, all by, by itself. itself. <laughs> Unless there's no arteries going to it. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we're tapping into some of the the reasons, the benefits of team, and we could just shift over to that for a second because mm -hmm. we're talking about that we actually have needs in our lives that we can't meet mm -hmm. in ourselves, and even God. Um, has designed the, he designed our needs to be met through other people. Yeah. And um, there are other benefits. So those are some of the benefits of team ministry. We'll talk about the benefits before we get to the challenges of okay. team ministry. Because okay. there are a lot of benefits to team ministry. What would you say some of those are, Pastor David? Uh, you get good friends that 
are going the same direction as you. And it's an awesome thing. Like there's almost nothing better than serving the Lord and pursuing the Lord with other people that have the same vision or that, you know, at least somewhat of the same vision. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a benefit to you to be part of a team. If you can see it as that, as that Mm -hmm. you don't see it as jockeying for position and, and rivalry, but you actually see it as cool. I have a crew, you know, I'm part of, I'm part of something. I'm part of a gang that's not shooting people, you know, hopefully. I guess some, I guess in the past Christians did that, but oh that was gosh. that was wrong. Okay. Uh, but you know, so that's the benefit to you. Um what was it was that kind of what you're asking or just the benefits to no, ev- just everyone ben- yeah, else? Just or? Benefits to whoever. Um I think it's good for the church to see team ministry because it teaches. Mm. You know, I think people are used to seeing one person that's the uh the great man of God or the the famous, you know, celebrity Christian or the the author or whatever, and they think they need to get to that level when, you know, how often do you see a team working as one, praying, ministering, loving, feeding the poor together, like washing feet together. That's what it people are supposed to see. And they are seeing the image of God in that. Like they're actually seeing male and female, multiple people, brothers and sisters, family of God operating. And they might want to be a part of that family. It would be a crazy witness to the world that this type of life is possible if we grasp this. And again, this is a challenge for me to grasp. Like I, you know, I like to train individual disciples and people know how to feed themselves and they know how to get through tough times. Cause you will go through times where you feel alone, where you only have God and it's sometimes hard to even sense God and you need to be prepared for those times. But the majority of your life is not individual. It's not Lone Ranger. It's not being a monk on a, on a mountain. You have to learn to mesh into a team and that will keep you standing too. And that'll, it'll give you a reason to show up. It'll give you a reason where, you know, you're, um, you have a responsibility. You have something that's needed from you. It gives you a significance. It, you know, it gives you a motivation. Um, I've found that. So I think that's another benefit is it motivates people when they are part of the team, when they do belong. Um, it keeps them where they should be. So those are just a few I thought of. I'm sure you guys can think of, think of more on that, but. Pastor Bob, what would would you say about some uh, benefits of team ministry? Well, I believe um, you can accomplish so much more with a team than you can as an individual. Um, You have to come to, like we said, the place where you recognize that that's the uh, potential. But I believe team ministry has a potential that's so far beyond a single person. Um, But you really have to lock into what team's all about to get there, right? And, uh, uh, you know, and I believe... Uh, the Lord, if we look at his thing, I mean, he, his word was, you know, spread in a small area, you know, a couple of hundred miles maybe, uh, until his team got a hold of it. Mm. If you look at it and he designed it that way, Mm -hmm. he showed it that way. And he was like, Hey, um, I'm dropping it off in these people. Some of them like James, not going to live real long to go in this process. Some like John are going to live a long time, (laughs) but they're all going to have assignment and be part of him. So that when they see these people, they actually are seeing Jesus. And so the benefit is that um, I don't know that any one of us can individually express or manifest um, Jesus in his fullness, obviously, right? But as the team, as the body of Christ... There, it's a bigger picture of mm-hmm. you get to see more facets of the sure, Lord, and, sure. and because so many, because we are all in different places developing in Christ, 
um, the things that are being manifest and expressed through our lives, uh, are, the stuff that's in Liz's life is different than the stuff that's being manifest in David's life and in my life. Mm -hmm. And so when a person see, you know, uh, comes into contact with our team here, mm -hmm. they get to see all, you know, a, a bigger a panoramic uh, more panoramic version or vision right. of the Lord himself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I believe a team can go further, mm -hmm. um, uh, accomplish more. If you're looking at, you know, checking boxes and we did that much, you know, that's yeah. great. Except that the reality is you're accomplishing more of uh, manifesting the Lord actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I don't know about you, but you, you see like great, you know, like I said, the, the tendency is to go and look at the way Christianity's, uh, developed over the years right. and and you see singular you see one person and they're so great in their ministry but yeah. when you really get to like thinking about that person and studying the even studying the great stuff that they brought it's a fairly narrow mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know slice of god yeah it's like one thing and it may that one thing may be great right. like i don't want to you know I, I mean i i just you know i marvel at some of the mm -hmm. stuff some of these mm -hmm. folks have done but it's very it's a slice. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not the whole picture. Yeah. And they and I think about how much more if and some of them probably probably did, some actually did, they developed teams to be able to express it further. Yeah. And it, so it went beyond them. Mm -hmm. You hear what I'm saying? So yeah. 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 So I think that's to me that's one of the biggest benefits of a team uh, externally right. because people get to see it. internally in the team the benefits are incredible they're incredible mm -hmm. because you get sustained you get love you get care you get uh if you're if you've developed a team properly actually there's mm -hmm. a care for one another uh you know like our team here like I, i'll brag on our team here and and our teams that we've developed in our church mm -hmm. um you know they're a little goofy. <laughs> We're a little goofy. We razz each other, but I I know that you all care for my soul. Like I'm convinced of that. I don't doubt that or worry about that ever. Mm -hmm. And there's a security in that. And I hope at some levels that you all have that also that you know, wow, I care for your soul and I would um, go to bat for you. I, you know, I'd go to my I'd give my life. And that doesn't happen from somebody you don't know and you're not right. in relationship with and right. you're not, don't feel like you're part of uh, the team. And so, um, mm -hmm. and so that, that benefit all by itself, you know, where when you're um, unable to sustain yourself, others come mm -hmm. and um, support you or more importantly, encourage you yeah. to push you. I yeah. think that's the other component of team that's a benefit mm -hmm. that you get pressed to go further than you think you can go. Yeah. You know? And so I don't know if that answers <laughs> some of your questions. I can keep yeah, going no, on. I know. But, but, a, there are a lot of benefits to team to team just yeah. um, in general. And um, just, I was thinking about this and on a, uh, let's say a, a spiritual level, <laughs> one mm -hmm. of the benefits of team uh, that I've kind of understand and really embrace is that, you know, we, we understand that anointing comes through submission, um, through submitting to the Lord and submitting to his designated authorities. But there's this whole concept in Ephesians five about submitting one to another. And that when that happens in a team, the anointing, uh, just exponentially increases. Yes. 
And so when you're yeah. talking about the difference between one person who submitted, uh, which is wonderful, but when you talk about a team that submitted one to another, mm-hmm. everyone, there's this anointing um, synergy that yes. happens. Ooh. I know. You got to use That's the word. greater. Uh, the synergy is when, um, what is it? The sum is greater than all of the parts, you right. know, and, and there's something um, just very supernatural that happens where the grace of the Lord covers in a very interesting and powerful and effective way mm-hmm. that doesn't just happen with, with one person. Mm-hmm. And so um, this, you know, this team ministry concept for me has been a journey because I did not like team uh, growing up. And the team up, didn't like hated, you either. Like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I hated group projects in school and all that because I was very responsible and, probably, you know, a little ADD about like making sure things were done. And so it's just ADD or OCD, a OCD, (laughs) AOC. Wait, hold on. What? There was a fly over there. Sorry. ADD, OCD about getting, thank you. I was OCD about, I was OCD about when I fell, you lifted me up. (laughs) Yes. I liked having somebody like you on my team because I didn't have to do the work. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And so I was always the one like finishing everyone's parts and like making sure that we all got a good grade. And so like, I hated that stuff, but the rest of the team loved you. (laughs) So I was all, I did develop the mentality of like, no, just let me do it on my own. I know I can do a good job. I don't have to depend on anybody else. I don't have to trust that anyone else is going to actually do what they say they're going to do. Let me just do it on my own which doesn't get you very far in the Lord. Um, But when I joined the worship ministry and saw how team could actually work, the Lord really began to do work in my heart over this and to see the benefit, not just the, Mm -hmm. uh, the challenges of it, because, you know, in our, in our church, in our worship ministry, we don't have necessarily like a, a superstar that's like amazing musician, great administrator, great leader, and great uh, singer all in one. It's like mm-hmm. we have people who do all of those different components, but the result of us working together is amazing and with the congregation. You know, it's mm-hmm. like so the yeah. Lord's really um, changed my heart in a yeah. lot of ways regarding team. Yeah. And being part of our team, the school of ministry, that's really well, it's funny you brought up the school of ministry team because um what I love about our team is um, we are not, I'm going to say it this way. We're not looking for a superstar to be, you know, to right. arise. I, I actually believe in my heart there are superstars in our on our team mm. that will arise. And superstar. maybe superstar. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to be able to do that. But they will, they'll have a light shine on, on them. But I believe that what we're developing in our team is a attitude yeah. and a faith that even when the light shines on them and they are raised up to places that, you know, every maybe people around them are looking and go, wow, they're, mm-hmm. you know, that, but they are uh, able to keep themselves in a humble mm-hmm. uh, place, mm-hmm. but still function completely, still yeah. completely function at their top level. And, um, you know, I've been involved with teams for a for forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like coaching and being on teams. And, and to me, when you say team, like, all of a sudden, everything triggers, and because I believe the things you learn on teams, you never learn anywhere else. Yeah, you absolutely true. cannot you ever learn mm-hmm. it anywhere else. Uh, you might think you could, but you can't. And uh, there's so many parts of team that I just love. Like, mm-hmm. um, I really love on a team when a coach of the team, whoever's responsible, is raising up everybody to be their best. Mm-hmm. 
everybody. Yeah. And the and they're raising up the rest of the team members to encourage that person, even though they're the weaker one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like on this team here, like David's really smart. You're, I'm, the, I'm the weaker one. You're really smart. No, no, no. You know who the weaker one is. I appreciate you taking a bullet for me there, but you know, it's it's great. But I love watching you, um, both of you, uh, grow and glory and just shine. It's just spectacular to me. I love it. And uh, and so, but I also know that a um, you in the team like that, you can. And our team goes way beyond here. We have lots of other members to our Spirit School of Ministry team. Um, But even the uh, newest members, um, we encourage to, you know, to where they're going in the team and the rest of the team to get around them, to support them, to encourage them. So when I had baseball teams I coached, Mm -hmm. like little kids and older kids and stuff, I always made sure that the entire team encouraged the weakest player Mm. because sooner or later, and this speaks to ministry team, sooner or later, you're going to be, you're going to have to depend on the weakest player, the weakest part, the one that everybody looks at as the weakest link, you're going to have to depend on them. Mm. And so um, I wonder how, you know, how it was with Jesus's disciples, you know, I mean, some of the ones that we look at and go, Oh, you know, you know, Hey, that Thomas guy, he's having really struggles with this faith. I believe his, his guys after he, you know, saw Jesus, the rest of the guys are like, Hey, it's okay. Thomas, you're with us. And you know, the guy went and probably, probably discipled the continent, just a little thing, (laughs) you know, probably. Um, India. Yeah. 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 And so the, so the deal is, is that, um, you know, he wasn't made to feel like, oh, you're terrible and you never mount anything. Mm -hmm. What? You had to see his hands and uh, feet. No, no. (laughs) No. And, and I think, you know, Jesus was using that as a moment where he could speak about faith and Mm -hmm. belief to, at its core, yeah. you know, right. um, for our benefit, for our benefit. Yeah. And he was using <laughs> poor Thomas as that, but you know what? I don't think t- he was doubting Thomas. Mm-mm. I believe he was believing Thomas by the end of all that because he was part of a team. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly. good. Went off yeah. on that one. Huh? That <laughs> no, I love oh, that's it. great. You know, we could talk <laughs> about this for no, a long time. Man. There's so much Thomas to team. Uh, I do want to talk about some of the challenges that come with team. Oh, because these are some of the areas that, you know, people stumble <laughs> into and then want to give up on team. So let's talk about some of the challenges and then maybe how we deal deal with some of those. Mm-hmm. So David, why don't you give us, why don't you give us <laughs> okay. a <poor> challenge? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. One just came to mind is like the speed of progress can be, can be a challenge because yes. some people want to go really fast. Like myself, I tend to be hasty about things like, oh, just, just do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that want to go really slow like too slow, like, well, you know, let's make sure every, we're never going to take a single risk, you know, and then we need everyone on the team to find the balance there and to find the synergy or, you know, <laughs> to find the, the actual good path forward from all the different voices that are saying things. Right. Um, but if you're one that wants to move slower or wants to move faster, you're going to feel like, you know, maybe you're not being heard or you're, you're being crushed or, you know, you're, you're getting overruled, but actually your voice is being heard and it's being factored in to the overall decision. And I think, you know, that's another thing where if there's disagreement on a team about the direction, that can really hurt. Like if you had something that was near and dear to your heart that wasn't agreed with. Um, however, again, you're, you're actually stimulating conversation and ideas and vision 
every time that you speak up in a team, every time that you play a role, um, and you're you're bringing it forward to a good place. But you know, if you don't like to be disagreed with, and you like everyone to just believe whatever you say and do whatever you say, you probably want to choose a top-down leadership structure. You probably don't want to choose a team. I'm just being honest. Like, you want you a dictatorship instead. Uh, well, you should. If that's the only way you can possibly serve God, then just make a church out of minions and tell them what to do. And then it'll be your church. Minions. It'll only look like you, and you'll only make clones of yourself. And you won't be a good team leader. I mean, Jesus is a great Jesus is a great team leader because he actually drew out the personality and the gifting of every single person. He didn't just make people that were exactly like his personality. Mm-hmm. He was able to draw out everyone else. And sometimes, like we want to say, "Well, I'm a teacher, so everyone needs to be a teacher." You know, I I do this, so everyone needs to do it like this. Mm-hmm. Instead of pulling the the strengths out of every single person getting a dialogue, you know, allowing for disagreement and then moving forward with loyalty, mm-hmm. even when there is disagreement. Mm-hmm. So that is a big challenge for people when there's disagreement to still show loyalty. Um, it's a challenge for me. You know, I think it's, it's something yeah. you just have to bring before God and be like, you know, I'm not a, a piece of junk. My ideas weren't thrown away. Like I, I do trust that I'm part of a great thing here and a good team. Um, maybe next time my idea will come true, but I'm glad it didn't because the unity of the spirit means that the Holy Spirit, and hopefully he'll have the last word in the team. Mm. Hopefully it will be his direction if everyone's willing to sit, to take the direction of the Holy Spirit. Um, that's a few challenges. You guys probably have had other challenges. Mm. I'll kick it back to you guys. Lots of challenges. Too many challenges. <laughs> I, I think that is actually probably one of the biggest challenges is that um, finding people on the team who feel like they have nothing to contribute or aren't going to be heard. Mm. So it's like, shut up and sit in the corner and do as you're told. And that's not a team. Right. And uh, the, the pro I mean, there's some problems with that on every side because even the weakest member might actually contribute one of the greatest yeah. things or yeah. ideas or faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah, the weakest right. member might actually be holding the faith for the, mm-hmm. for the team to uh, go forward. Uh-huh. And, um, it, it, when you were speaking about this, I, it's interesting because I, I, I started thinking because I do the team thing and the sports thing, you know, and this is an interesting game we're in, if you want to call it a game <laughs> or sport we're in, yes. because in this race, oh, we're in a race. That's what the Bible tells us in this race. The team must finish together across the line it yeah. does you don't get to oh i finished we're done that's hard god jesus is coming back really? for me <laughs> i don't know if i agree with that <laughs> you're funny <laughs> but i think people lose sight of that and right. that's a challenge mm-hmm. that the that's a challenge for the weakest member mm-hmm. as much as the haughty Audience member, you know, like, hey, I'm done, right? I'm, I'm the, I've, I've, I've attained, right? right. But yeah. the weakest member, it's as big a challenge for them because they have to realize that he's coming back for a bride, like where you were talking earlier. He's coming back for for the for the people who have finished the race, not so we all get to finish the race if, or not, right? And right. Uh, so that weakest member has to remember how much falls on their life also to be part of the team and to go with the team, not pull back, not feel like, well, they don't really need me. Mm-hmm. In that kind of team, if every part, uh, component of the team feels responsible and believes that they have a essential component that they're adding, mm-hmm. 
those every single person will perform if you will or attain to their best that they are capable of and they will be and they are in fact essential to the whole team yeah and that's one of the challenges i think is leading a team is is it it shows that challenge like oh i don't i mean that person's kind of weak well we'll just kind of you know forget about them and we'll just do this and yeah, that's not going to work out really well mm-hmm. with the team ministry or with Jesus and you leading a team. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be real happy about that little, you know, right. he's not going to be delighted in right. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I think it's important to remember too that, um, you know, sometimes you are the weakest member of the team. You are the weakest. Like, sometimes that each one of us can be that person at different times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes my faith is really challenged. And I'm struggling and I need the rest of the team. And I know they're like bearing with me (laughs) in that time, you know? And so it's like, um, it's easy to get frustrated with the, like you were saying, like the pace of, of team Mm -hmm. when you're the one who's like, you're feeling strong, you have vision. Mm -hmm. You're like, come on, let's go. What's wrong with all you people. (laughs) But when you're that one, that's like, you don't have the vision, you're struggling. Maybe you don't agree. And the rest of the team is Mm -hmm. bearing with you that's a whole different perspective on, mm-hmm. on team, you know? And it's, so it's, yeah. it's important to remember, like at some point in time, we are each the weakest. Yeah. Well, I think, like you say, the, one of the challenge, biggest challenges and part of this is actually to um, help that weakest member yeah. see that, see their place yeah. and, uh, and to bring them along and up. Mm-hmm. I, I think, um, like I said, I think it's just a component of where Christianity has devolved to, where they believe, we believe that, you know, like we can just have like little superstars and they're going to finish the right. race and they're going to yeah. be, you know, I'm Paul. <laughs> you know, I've right. run my race. I'm, it's, you know, Paul knew there was more coming. <laughs> he was, he's just, you know, he knew his time was done here, but he understood about the race and he understood about the team and that everyone was going to, everyone called to that place was going to have to finish the race. And so we can't, you know, so like I said, for a a team leader, if you will, in the team ministry, Mm -hmm. that's a big challenge is not to just overlook somebody, Mm -hmm. not to just uh, make that, that person feel like they're expendable or that, you know, they're not Complete or hey, don't worry, we took care of it for you because you're worthless. Right, we knew you could <laughs> you know? do it anyway. <laughs> that was brutal. Uh, I feel really <laughs> invigorated yeah. by you. you know, like, unless you have to. Yeah, unless you have to cut their heads off, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this challenge, these the challenges of team ministry, and there's like number one, I think uh, team ministry done well requires trust. And that's a hard one. That's a hard one for a lot of people to actually trust each other, to trust the anointing on each other, to trust Mm. your relationship with the Lord, to trust all kinds of things, even down to very practical things like money or assignments or trust um, people's lives into the hands of a team member. Those are all serious challenges at times. Um, Team requires good communication. That can be a big challenge. At times, that it's impossible. <laughs> effectively communicate and not just assume mm. that everyone know, is on the same page. Yeah. That's a challenge. Um, and the third one I just I want to talk about briefly is um, team that's done well um, intrinsically brings tension, and that 
there's tension because there's different people with different perspectives, different experiences, different personalities, different mm-hmm. leadership styles, all of that in one team. Yep. And that brings tension. And so many times I think we view successful team as like mm-hmm. everyone is the same, going the same direction, um, running the same pace. And that is very um, infrequently the case, I, <laughs> as far, yeah. at least as far as I've seen. And um, I remember this one time I was sitting at the lake because God talks to me by the water. But we had this shade tent <laughs> that was up and um, it started and it was fine until it got windy. And so once and once the wind started to blow, it started to move. And I was like, oh, no. So we had to take like um, ropes from each corner and anchor it down. And the Lord t- was talking to me. He's like, this is team. He said, because they're each one is pulling, but they're pulling in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. So there's tension and it could seem like they're fighting mm-hmm. against each other, but it actually brings strength and stability yeah. yes. to the, to the structure. And so I'm like, all right, and that is one of the hardest things. I think when you feel like you're pulling in the mm-hmm. opposite direction of somebody, yeah. but still like that fabric, which I think is relationship is yeah. strong enough so that it won't, it won't rip. And that comes back to what you were saying. Those times of, communion and times in the presence of a Lord together mm-hmm. are essential, um, to be able yeah. to tolerate tension without it, um, destroying. That's good. It sounds like you're talking about a team of leaders. I thought this whole time we were talking about one leader and a bunch of followers <laughs> and that's how it's going to work. It sounds like you're talking about people that all have a strong, you know, direction and that's not being quenched. That's not being stamped out. Yeah. Like that's a not team being like, where each they're not being shamed for that. Each person is taking ownership. They're not being, yeah, they're not yeah. being crushed into line. This is like, how's that's this going to work? Like. How's this like going to work? You mean there are no little, <laughs> there are no little people. No, yeah. And they like respect each other as leaders. This isn't, isn't, yeah, done, isn't exactly. done that often. Yeah. But it's possible, I guess. Well, I think if you're, if you, I think if we are team leaders who actually lead like Jesus yeah. did, we are raising people up to where they can Absolutely. make decisions. They can get vision. They can like be strong in what they believe. And that brings people into tension. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about, you know, the, the apostle Jesus leaves and here's Paul and Peter <laughs> having to deal with their issues mm-hmm. and their, their areas of disagreements and yeah, it's you know, great. Paul and Barnabas and all the rest. There's lots of teams team, there. Team delightful team <laughs> ministry, but look at the benefit to the world yeah, of what, absolutely. you know, what absolutely. that brought. Yeah. I'm just thinking about Jesus's team and it was really weird. Like it was really weird. Like he, he ragged on, can I say that? He ragged on, he ragged on guys that he was going to trust with their, you know, the rest of Christianity. Yeah. And he didn't say anything bad to Judas. Right. Well, look at who he brings together. He purposely goes and picks people that are going to be opposed to each other. Yeah. A zealot and a tax collector. He's like, perfect. On the same team together. None of us would do that. Well, it tells you last long. (laughs) I mean, it tells you something if there's clear, if there's clear disagreement, as long as there's clarity, like there's so much generated by that. There's so there's actually paths forward Mm -hmm. and then you just have to choose which path. If you, if you don't allow for confrontation or, you know, you don't allow for any sort of, uh, why are we doing it this way? Like obviously has to be done in in the right heart, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to really go that far. If it's just you, you're going to do whatever you want. Or if it's just you and people that are afraid to disagree with you, 
you're not going to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> and, uh, well, I think Jesus also yeah. added that component of clarity of purpose, mm-hmm. right? Like why the, why we're here and where we're going, and you know, the um, I, I think in a team, if that's not clear, that causes yeah. issues. Yeah. It causes problems up from top mm-hmm. down because mm-hmm. I believe everybody in the team should have a uh, some flavor of the vision like what's trying to be accomplished or else the team works in different directions and the the tension that's normal in a team um when you understand the purpose the even the tensions in the right it's going in the right direction it's it's for a purpose Mm uh and and uh it Aside from that, if you don't have that going on, uh, you know the the why behind it, you're just um, you know you're just struggling along, uh, limping along as a team, and you're not really accomplishing what God wants. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know because you have no focus, you have no place that you're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no synergy. <laughs> oh, you got it in there. Did I get it? Did I use it? <laughs> we all said it at one point. <laughs> What a great team. <laughs> what a team. Way to go, team. <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> I picked up on your idea. <laughs> Give me the credit for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I um, think we should pray for the people out there, Pastor David. Sure, I can pray for you. Um, I just think it's good. Do you have faith for this? I do. I was just going to say, yeah, like one of the coolest things about team ministry, though, like with Jesus and his guys is most of the time they spent just living life and eating and walking by the lake and having having a good time. We need more of that. um, That's a vital part of your team. If you don't have time to to do stuff and, you know, to to eat and have fun and talk and pray together, if you're not making time for that, like, I don't think it's team ministry. It's just team, uh, you know, tasks. Yeah. It's it's not really like team ministry. So, Uh, but let me, yeah, I can pray uh, for us. And um, Father, I just, I thank you so much for the people listening. And I thank you that they have a desire to be like Jesus. They have a desire to lead like Jesus. They have a desire even to submit to the Father like Jesus did. And I pray, Lord, for all the teams out there um, in different churches, different ministries. I pray, Lord, that there would be the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. I pray, Lord, for new ideas. I pray for, um, for open hearts, for open communication. I pray for vulnerability. I pray, Lord, for yielding. I pray for your anointing upon every team Uh, that has mutual submission, that has love for one another. And only your Holy Spirit can really give that. So Holy Spirit, we invite you um, to just change hearts, change leadership approaches, change mindsets, so that people and churches can operate as teams, as bodies, as uh, as communities, Lord, not as as just individual outposts. So Father, I I pray God that you would instill this and seal it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.